0: Kevin Drinkall. Hi, and I'm Michelle Nikolai, and we welcome you to SciZone Networks Podcast.
1: We've been in the network industry for over 15 years, and in these podcasts, we want to try and untangle the world of networking, debunk some of those myths, explain some real-world examples on the way to help you make better choices about selecting the right tech, product, and even help you guys build faster, more reliable, scalable networks, or just to keep your kids happy at home. So welcome back to our podcast. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about multi-gig and why multi-gig exists, what are the benefits, a little bit of technical information around where it comes from and, and structure, and then a little bit about our products that, that are multi-gig capable, and then a bit of a roundup to kind of, you know, end the, the session
0: today as well. So the question really, Kev, is that, yeah, multi-gig, why do we need this? Yeah, what what's what's the main purpose of, of having this? Well, I, I guess
1: it starts, right? We go with a little bit of history is that, you know, back in the day when we were younger, right? It was analog TVs, etc. And now we have like 4K streaming, right? And that's just one example of the kind of data that we, we're carrying, right?
0: It's getting more and more by the day. Yeah? And people are watching YouTube now and asking for 8K even. So yeah, these the, are
1: yeah, so, it's crazy. Yeah. So huge, huge demand on on capacity increase, right? So, and I guess this also comes from not just the demand of that type of data, but also the amount of devices we're carrying as well, right? Means that we need to split the capacity by this these amounts of devices, and while we're carrying so many devices with that are capable of carrying more data and more throughput then of course th- at some point you know the capacity needs to be increased uh, and a big issue is is how do
0: you tackle that i mean how, how do you increase it right yeah <laughs> i know i started to to just upgrade my my home network to one gig yeah so that i could uh have to uh, show my 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 holiday movies uh on the screen with nice quality but nowadays, if you want to do this, the content that you're recording, it's upgraded as well. Yeah, Before you had a digital camera and it was not even HD. And now you are, even with your mobile phone, <laughs> you, you can create 8K content.
1: I know, ridiculous, it's, right? It's
0: really ridiculous. So yeah. people buy now network-attached storage, NAS devices in their home networks that like to connect. And of course, you want to show the biggest and the nicest quality to your family when you when you went on holiday to show the, those movies. So, yeah, the, the need for those capacities is growing rapidly.
1: I mean, we're just talking about our home experience, right? But also in in industry or in business, right? The, the demand for data and capacity is increasing massively, you know? So, and even devices like, you know, what we used to deem as LTE and and 4G, right now they, as they've evolved, they've gone to 5G, and now they are getting five gigabits per second. In 5G, that's the kind of speed that's capable of of its reaching, and with 2.5 gig up- uplinks.
0: Yeah, that's that's how the operators now are upgrading their network to be prepared for these kind of speeds, and of course with your traditional firewall running on one gig or your router run, running on one gig yeah how you can collect all that data uh, from from your mobile provider it's that's, that's impossible
1: yeah it's crazy i mean i remember the days when we you know when the the jump from 10 went to one gig it was amazing right and now we're, we're looking at this leap you know originally you would see the leap going from one gig to 10 gig but actually in the middle of that there's a lot of capacity in the middle which which we'll cover a little bit more about the cabling infrastructure in the more detail as we go through this podcast but it's to try and utilize existing infrastructure to increase the capacity and i think in business that's in- incredibly important especially when you know you don't have the resources to recable a building for example so
0: yeah but also if yeah it's just maybe yesterday but do you remember? Yeah, it's it's ten years ago. But then we introduced AC wireless. Yeah, it looks like yesterday. But with that standard that's coming through, we already had the capacity of having a wireless speed over one gigabit per second. And at that time, yeah, the 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 access points had a maximum capacity of one gigabit, and uh, because they are just one port. And then you saw some vendors trying to fix that with some kind of workaround from my perspective. To add another port in there and link aggregate. Yeah. So you, you
1: Yeah, tie you the two. Tile the two
0: together to your yeah. switch to double the capacity. But is that really what you want? Well,
1: I mean, you would often have one, right? As the primary, which was the powered or the POE apart, and then you would have a secondary. And I remember some even Some even devices had fiber to them as well, right? So you could run a copper and fiber. But it just goes to show that there was a need to increase the capacity. And I think multi-gig brings a massive benefit to to those types of installations. And we didn't really have any quick fix, right? And if you look at switching over, over the last 10, 15 years even, apart from increasing the speed and having to often change cabling or moving to fiber optics, right? There hasn't been a massive maneuver. And I think now that gig has brought that into the equation, it, it gives us much more scope and scalability, and especially for small to medium businesses where that demand has also increased, right? So. Yeah, and
0: it's very much price-driven, yeah. So if you have to calculate that you have to, yeah, let's say recable your whole infrastructure from your existing copper wire to fiber, this is an enormous cost. So, what if you could keep your existing cabling and do a major speed bump? That would be would be great.
1: Absolutely, I think for those people who are considering looking at increasing capacity, even just just increasing the capacity is probably much more cost effective to add two switches at each end and you know have one cable that can increase the capacity to. 10 gig or 5 gig right Uh, it all depends on cable and we'll cover that a little bit in the where i would say the techie part right to cover about how that really works in the real world and how you guys can really benefit from it. So I guess, what what really is multi-gig? We we mentioned it a few times. We covered some topics there, right? But what, what is it really? And where, where does it come from? And when was it introduced?
0: As you know, that the multi-gig standard was already discussed for a long time by multiple vendors. And at the end, there was only one standard rectified And that was the BZ standard that was supporting the 1 gig, the 2.4 and 5 gig. Uh, And that was in 2016 when it was officially rectified. And with this new standard, we also did a nice upgrade for the AN, for the 10G standard. Because now it was also possible to provide PoE over these cable lengths. So providing PoE over 1 gig, 2.5, 5 gig, and even 10 gig. Yeah, that was something new. Yeah, So that gives us a, a lot of new opportunities. So, so just
1: so people understand, when we say ratified, we mean that the standard was introduced officially in the IEEE standard, which is the go- like a governing body for how things are standardized uh, without going into too much detail. And also... When we talk about the kind of 8023BZ standard and the 8023AN standard, which was brought in 2006, like Michelle mentioned, th- this originally was a 1 gig and 10 gig. And then when they combined that with the BZ standard, we were able to do the 1 gig, the 2.5 gig, the 5 gig and 10 gig over existing copper cabling. So this really gave us a massive, massive benefit. And, It allowed us to actually deliver over 100 meters at 10 gig on Cat 6A and up to 5 gig, 100 meters on Cat 5E, which is the...
0: You must be kidding. Cat 5E is like stone ages, Kev.
1: I know, but there's a lot of buildings and a lot of uh, infrastructure still out there on this type of cable, you know, and... So even to increase the capacity over existing older generation cabling also is available You know, in the standard as well. The thing you have to remember, though, about, about this whole process is it is dependent on the cable type or cable quality. So whilst you are able to deliver faster speeds, you must be aware that when you're doing so, the copper cabling itself that you're using the the CAT standard, so 5E or 6 or 6A, These kind of standards, and there is even higher, right? They go higher than six. But when we talk about going higher than that, then, of course, this just fits straight into that
0: process, right? So for the record, on CAT 5e, so that's the old standard that we've been using for decades, we can go up to 5 gig on 100 meters. Am I right?
1: Correct. Actually, on CAT 6, you can, depending on the cable type, On CAT6, you can achieve 10 gig at 55 meters. And of course, all of these support uh, up to 60 watts as well, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can use these in combination with... Right now, I have not really seen any devices out there. And I'm sure there probably is a device that can do uh, 10 gig and 60 watt PoE, right? I've not seen one myself, but this is available in the standard. So it means... And there's a growing increase in these types of devices, right? So... Depend really depends on the kind of cabling that you're using, but the the ability is to increase the capacity. With everything in, basically you can increase 10 times more throughput than you would offer of one gig with two times more PoE budget than, than we had before. So incredibly big scope there, right?
0: Yeah, and especially if it's the most cost-effective way to do a network upgrade, just to have two multi-gig switches on both ends and yeah, you're increasing the capacity uh, by five or 10 times. Yeah, it's a great solution. So we talked about the why and the, and the technical background. The, the standard was rectified in 2016. And then in a couple of years later, we came uh, from, from Zeisel with our first products launch to leverage from this uh, this new standard?
1: So at the beginning, like often happens, right? It even happens in wireless. You start to see the kind of consumer and prosumer. And when we say prosumer, we're really aimed at that like kind of higher end home user who's, you know, someone who requires a bit more capacity, et cetera, over a standard everyday, user right and we first introduced some really effortless type of installation products which were the XGS1010 and XGS1210 which were 12 port aimed at this consumer prosumer market and even to some extent an extremely small business just to make it really easy and and really were designed to kind of support things like like you mentioned before like a NAS and AV content gaming you know in a kind of LAN environment and these products were our first kind of introduction into the multi gig series.
0: Yeah, probably to give us more knowledge about the, the the new standard before we are, yeah, we're moving into the more business products like, uh, because quite fast after those uh, introductions of the prosumer product, we came also with a full product line of business products, but we changed something in the naming convention because. We need to be yeah, more clear, uh, especially for the people that are using our switches.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How
0: to pick one uh, from our list because we have so many switches. Maybe you can say something about that. Here.
1: Yeah, I mean, when we started introducing the business products, um, just like I mentioned before, often you'll see the consumer products arrive first from a lot, from, in a lot of technologies. And then for business products, they kind of need to mature a little bit so that they they have the capacity or the chipset is a bit more more advanced. And when we started introducing these products, we decided to dedicate a lot of the kind of naming conventions as well to this type of switch. So we have XMG, which is a dedicated multi gig switch series, and we have the XS series. So often you'll see the leading name of a product with GS, XGS, XMG. And when it starts with this, that will indicate that it's a multi gig if it's XMG. And excess switches actually means that they are capable of carrying 10 gig on all the ports. So th- these types of switches will often give you the 10 gig capacity. And, you know, to give you some examples of kind of those switches, and I, I don't want to go into all of our products, right? But just to give you an example of where they sit, we have the XMG1930-30HP, which means it is a PoE device, And this has a massive mix of port capacity, and really a great balance with the poe as well so it has a, a poe budget of 700 watts and also has a mix of 2.5 gig and 5 gig stroke 10 gig ports for supporting that kind of high capacity network product so quite an all-round product really for kind of delivering multi-gig and and now that you know like i said before uh switches are being driven by the increased capacity of actually mobile devices, right? So so Wi-Fi is actually now also increasing capacity. So in our range of Wi-Fi, we have 2.5 and 5 gig capacity on the back, which then obviously needs to be powered. So you need a switch to go with that that whole environment as well. So
0: this is the ideal switch when you're building up a significant Wi-Fi network with some high speeds. This probably is the the right switch to go on yeah the the Uh, xmg 1930
1: definitely i I think for an all-round switch especially if you're looking at multi-gig capacity you're trying to leverage from some of that wi-fi 6 wi-fi 6e and obviously eventually wi-fi 7 product then you're definitely going to start exceeding those speeds significantly and the bottleneck will become the switch so multi-gig will give you that that advantage and i think the XMG 1930 gives you an all-round switch. It gives you so a mix of 2.5 gigs for that everyday kind of switch. And then you have some environments that are a bit higher capacity. And then you can use the 5 gig or 10 gig.
0: But let's say, the, the yeah, you mentioned a 30-port switch. But let's say I don't need 30 ports. I need a little bit less. Yeah, I'm just building my network. But yeah, I want to have some proper high-speed access points with it. Uh, Is there something else in the portfolio than a 30-port XMG?
1: So, I mean, we have the XS 1930, and as we spoke about before, that's a 10-gig switch. So this this switch is really designed quite high capacity, right? So the overarching budget is 375 watts, supports multi-gig on every port. And when I say multi-gig, it actually supports all ports support, um, which is all 12 ports support uh, 1 gig, 2.5 gig, 5 gig, and 10 gig capacity. Uh, I say all ports, there, there's some uplinks which are dedicated to 10 gig, right? Um, which can be used in conjunction with like high capacity AP. So some of our flagship products, they, they can use five gigabits per second on the back and also require some higher POE budget. So the actual switch supports 60 Watts per port and also up to 10 gig every port, meaning it can support the five gig high capacity devices. So actually in a high density, very demanding environment, you could deliver high capacity APs, which are also in our range and also deliver the the backbone network for that part as well.
0: Yeah, and probably if you want to aggregate one of those switches to to have them connected all on 10G, we also have solutions for that one. Yeah, for a lot of ports on 10G, we have our XS3800. That's a, a nice switch where you have a lot of combination between fiber and multi, multi-gig ports. If you are considering having a smaller aggregation switch, then you can do it all on fiber with the XS193012F. Then you do the uplink on fiber, and then your 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 switch can ha- can be a XMG, for instance, with a 10G uplink to the XS1930 to provide a an aggregation on that level.
1: Yeah. So I mean, of course, you know we have a really wide range of switches now that support multi gig and 10 gig capacity, right? So, and these support our own portfolio of devices. So we do have nine access points in our portfolio supporting 2.5 gig uh, and some of these models also support 5 gig like we mentioned some of the flagship products uh, and also you know we'll be introducing more higher capacity switches and wireless as we move on as well um, the other thing also is not you know, like we mentioned at the beginning 5g products because they also now have combined with the poe they have the 2.5 gig uplink as well right yeah you
0: you you mean the new fwa series yeah
1: yeah yeah so this series is a 5g routers and we have a, one one of the models that actually is an outdoor and it supports poe so it can put support the 2.5 gig you know we we can reduce the bottleneck most networks actually don't can't utilize the 5g network right so but some networks in some of the countries are now exceeding the one gig Uh, and of course now we have the router we also have the firewall which we're just about to introduce as well which is the h series Uh, and we will actually on both of these items so 5g products and the h series we will actually do a, a podcast on these products as well so we'll go more in depth into those, so you know, make sure you subscribe to those as well, so that you can understand the rest of the portfolio that goes with it. But the we will be introducing a H series, and the models from two hundred H and above actually support multi gig on on them as well, right? So this allows you to use the the actual proper capacity as well. Now that we've seen standard internet connectivity reaching past one gig as well,
0: yeah, and of course we have the the the, the last product line. The, the the wi-fi products that we have uh, because we already have uh, nine devices in our portfolio that support the multi gig they're also capable of using in nebula
1: Yeah, absolutely so you know this gives you uh, um, not only the flexibility in capacity and increased demands and also a way to kind of increase the backbone of the network. Also, we give you know the whole process of managing this this from one platform as well. You know our Nebula platform.
0: Yeah, and in our Nebula platform, uh, we have five G routers, firewalls, switches, uh, wireless. So we do end to end product range. Maybe you shouldn't forget our POE injectors. Yeah. <laughs> we have those as well it's by default with multi gig connection. Yeah. So, yeah, the the whole portfolio is is there. And day by day, we are increasing that portfolio to make sure that you have more options to choose from. Not only today, but also in the near future as we bring up more and more multi-gig products. So let's have a quick roundup. So from a top
1: level, multi-gig gives us increasing capacity for both supporting more devices and the backbone of the network. Definitely reduces the cost, both in time-saving exercise and also the cost of uh, recabling. I mean, the efforts in doing this is is often way more expensive than a network in the first place. So one of the most cost-effective ways to upgrade network capacity would be to utilize a multi-gig switch by, by far. I think in a lot of uh, instances, this is uh, one way to do it. Network in terms of network devices, Zizel has a full range of 5G, firewall, switch, and even wireless products that are multi gig and PoE capable. And I think, as a vendor, we have a full range there that can really give you an end to end solution, right? So, and as we go forward, as Michelle mentioned before, we have a big effort in the portfolio, especially designed for small to medium businesses and even you know, more effort is being added to the kind of installation of these home and prosumer uh, devices. So watch the space, I guess, for more multi-gig products to be added to the lineup. So thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. You know, please subscribe if you like this content and want to keep up to date.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining and I hope to see you next time.